1: Hello and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam in a late afternoon edition because I was not feeling great today, so I ended up not going to work because this fucking stomach bug just will not go away. Um, partially my fault in this case, I would say. I would say at least partially my fault. I think I overdid the uh, the 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 return to normalcy eating. I think I did. That was my fault. But enough about that. What we're here to talk about today is The Last of Us, the finale. One of two big events that happened last night that I have to record episodes for back-to-back. We're going to talk about that here. We're going to talk about the Oscars over on 30-minute reviews in the 299th episode before Peter and I come together for the 300th episode about ranking the DC Universe on Tuesday. But for The Last of Us, the finale. um, And I think that we're starting to get to the biggest deviations from the game. And when I say deviations, I don't mean that we're taking the game and we're careening wildly off course from where the game was. Um, because I think that for the game, when we talk about the relationship between Joel and Ellie, um, it very much is a it's a, a parent-daughter relationship, but Ellie is not as mature in the game as she is in the show. And what I mean by that is she doesn't have the... the when they made The Last of Us, they didn't have the benefit of knowing where part two was going to go because it was just going to be a standalone game at the time in, in, in the early 2000s. And I think that, like, the the Ellie, as we see here, here has a lot more autonomy. The Ellie that the show has has the ability to say, yes, I want to do something, no, I don't want to do something. And, and, and she would have had that ability in the game, too, but the game is more focused on Joel. It's about Joel getting Ellie from point A to point B. Um... So the game gives Ellie a lot more growth and a lot more room to grow, and because we have the benefit of seeing where we go in Part 2, Part 2 does have a, a different, not different take, but a, a, a direction for Ellie's character that um, is better set up here. It's this. This is a show that's made with the benefit of having had the first draft of the game and the first draft of Part 2 to be able to say, okay, so here's what we know is going to happen, here's what we want to do, with Ellie, and here's how it's got to go in the future. Um, So building her out that way is an interesting choice. Then we got to juxtapose that with where we end off in the finale. Because when we get to the finale of the show, and and the game too, I think that the... When we get to the third act, and, and Joel makes the decision, because Ellie's unconscious, that I'm going to risk the end of the world to... And, and risk the rest of humanity to to save Ellie's life, that's the point where we end up in the show. Like that's where we end up with in both iterations. The, the question becomes, how does Ellie react to this? And that's where we go into going into part two. Um, because I think here it's a little more egregious, because we also get not just that he does that, but he lies to her about everything else. Oh, there were plenty of other people who were immune like you. Oh, it's fine. Like, it, it, it just happened. Like, you know, it happens sometimes where it's like, you know, it and and they they tried it, it didn't work, so you know, we left and then we got attacked by raiders, and here we go and here we are. And she go and she feels like something's up. And she asks him point blank, Are you lying to me? And and, and swear to me that everything that happened is true. And he's like, Yeah, everything I told you is true. Um so what we're laying is this bomb that's gonna go off in season two. Because the question isn't Ellie, you know, what's Ellie going to do when she when she finds out that she was lied to? It's about how is Ellie going to react to knowing, not just that Joel lied, because that's that's the least of it at this point. For Ellie, the bigger issue is she had the you know, no one gave her the choice. It's not just that Joel gave her took away her choice, but the Fireflies didn't give her the choice either. They didn't tell her that they were going to kill her. At least that's not the indication that I get from this episode. I don't get the indication that she was ever told, oh, hey, we're going to do this brain surgery on you. Oh, and by the way, you're going to die. I, I don't think informed consent is exactly something that the Fireflies are truly concerned about in the in the grand scheme of this, uh, what's it called, in the grand scheme of this, uh, this show. That said, uh, especially considering, like, oh, well, this 14-year-old girl maybe doesn't want to die on the operating table for the benefit of humanity. And I I think that that's kind of the bigger question going into next season. How is she going to react to everyone around her doing this to her? Everyone around her is going uh, to—is doing not necessarily the right thing. Um, And and that's the question, is we're in this weird moral situation— where the very notion of what is the right thing is is kind of in flux. And I think that's kind of where the show is, is going to work its strongest going into what is part two, which is a much more morally ambiguous story, especially as decisions start unfolding and start unfolding in worse and worse ways. We're going to get into a, a, a very different paradigm for all the characters. And I think that's, that's a very interesting approach to kind of put, like, an interesting way to tell this story. And... I, I think it's just, like, in the... I, I just feel that's kind of where we have to go for this show to, to really continue to be something special going into the next season. And then on top of that, it's just, like, the entire, um... The, like, the way they show Joel and Ellie's relationship in this episode at the beginning, um, I'll say it. It feels a little unearned to an extent. It feels a little bit like, you know... We need them to be at this point uh, with this level of familiarity with Joel feeling this closely to Ellie for this final episode to to really work. And I think that like just kind of laying it out, like, oh, look, and here they are. Um, I think one of the things the show does have to its benefit is that there is a time lapse between each episode, which is something that we haven't really addressed up until this point, um, where it is kind of the the Star Wars, where I've talked about with Star Wars, where you get the implicit character development that happens. Uh, between movies, but the sequels don't really benefit from, because the sequels kind of all take place in quick succession, and it's this, you know, it's this idea that, like, because we don't see the characters on screen together, but we have them at point A, and then point B, with a time lapse in the middle, we can kind of extrapolate what happened between them, and they went on an adventures, and then all this other stuff happened, and it, it does still kind of work, um, which you don't really get in the sequels, because between seven and eight, it's like five minutes, and then There's, like, a year between 8 and 9, but because we set the timescale so weird between the first two, it doesn't quite match up, and it feels a little weird. Um, and I think that that's kind of something that works to the show's favor, where it's like, okay, they weren't like that, but we saw the beginnings of it, and now we're here, and we're at the endings of that, and we're reaching the final stage of that relationship, where we're like, okay, that kind of makes sense. I can see that. Um, what else? I think that's really, it on the implicit character development, um the, it's the shortest episode of the season, too, um, and I think that all the stuff in the beginning about the origin of Ellie with, with Ashley Johnson and all of that, that's all really cool, um, I'm not sure how much it really adds, because we never had that explicitly laid out in the game, I don't think it's particularly necessary for the game to work, um, but I think that it, it, it does add a little something here, but not a ton, um, that said, I'm not 100 I think that that more came from, well, what can we do to make this, you know, to make this episode padded out a little bit? Because I don't know how much more we need to know. Besides, it's like, had they had that line of exposition later in the episode where it's just Marlene talking to Joel and she's like, yeah, I was the one who got her to Boston. I know how hard this is. Like, because, you know, I promised her mother I would save her life and I we have to do this. Um... And I think that's kind of an interesting, you know, duality between between uh, Joel and Marlene, but they don't really get into that too much. Um, what else was I wanted to address? The giraffe. Oh my god! I understand the giraffe is in the game. I completely understand that. Just because the giraffe in the game doesn't mean that have have the giraffe in the show, and then on top of that, to have the giraffe in the show look as bad as the giraffe in the show does, like. I, I, I don't want to be that guy, but if this is a Marvel Studios show, all anyone will be talking about is how bad that giraffe looked and how long they sat there on it. And it's like, was it really that much more money to hire uh, 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 an animal trainer to bring an actual giraffe out? Like, it's just distracting how bad it looks. Um, it's just not a great thing all around. Um, yeah, I think that's just about it. Because um, I kind of want to go back to bed not feeling great. Um, but yeah, The Last of Us is now adding in. We'll be back for season two of The Last of Us whenever that comes out. Probably two years from now, I would say. Late next year, early the year after. Um, but until then, until our next episode of this, which would be The Mandalorian, have a great rest of your week.
0: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet.